chapter twenty of a deal with the devil this librivox recording is in the public domain read by angelique g campbell february two thousand nineteen a deal with the devil by eden billpots a climax grandfather had little time to concern himself with his new and terrible sorrows all his hopes and ambitions now centred in the race at henley but adequate training became very difficult because we were marked people now despite the fact that we had changed our names detectives were constantly watching us and taking photographs of us in a hand camera and doing all they could to identify grandpapa with daniel dolphin we moved higher up the river then proceeded below henley then retreated back to kew this threw the police off for a while but as time went on they found us again and finally the first writ arrived but this and others concerned money affairs and grandpapa brushed them aside with contempt anon however a more serious injunction fell upon us mr rose satisfied that grandfather was no other than daniel dolphin and doubtless advised by those familiar with the law brought an action in the name of his daughter for breach of promise of marriage it's pretty rough on me said grandpapa that the one girl of the lot that i really was faithful to and wanted to marry and meant to marry should jump on me like this i couldn't help the bands being forbidden and now i have got to appear in the queen's bench division and very likely get run in for all i'm worth and a bit over do you observe the date i asked after looking at the document by jove my twentieth birthday by the new scheme same date as the first heat of the diamonds well i can't attend that's all they'll have to put it off a sort of fatality attached to subsequent summonses for grandpapa the salisbury people got wind of his address too and he was ordered to repair to that city on diverse charges i think about six detectives all working in different interests were now employed upon grandfather he was commanded to appear in the queen's bench division on no less than three different counts for marie rogers brought a case against daniel dolphin and mrs bangley brown did the same they'll look pretty complete fools those women said grandpapa grimly when i do turn up in the box a callow lanky lad of twenty the detectives have marked you down martha and associate you with the missing daniel dolphin so they think they're on the right track you'll have to come and swear anything i tell you to but i had my own troubles there were several summonses out against me for aiding and abetting grandpapa in his different enterprises shall you employ a solicitor i asked not i he answered no good chunking money away i shall plead infancy and if that won't wash i shall throw myself on the mercy of the court i shall get up some legal expressions like ultra vives and sub judis and suggestio falsi and prima facie and so on with these i shall endeavour to conduct my own case as a last resort i shall try an alibi but my own impression is that these fools of women will cry off the moment they see me i don't want to drag in the new scheme if i can possibly help it what a cur nick is not to lend a hand at a time like this and what am i to do grandfather well you'll have to stand your trial as far as i can see you'll get about 
five years if they're lenient you might balance it with an alibi after all what does it matter quiet rest in a prison cell would be a luxury after this life i've foreseen it for some time in your case it might be the best thing that could happen you'll have to be steady there it's about the only thought that really worries me to remember that when i'm a defenceless babe i shall be in the hands of a woman who drinks grandpapa you know how i try i know how you succeed any excuse is good enough for a whack with you now every time a new injunction or process or writ drops in off you go to the brandy bottle and corrals as though they were matters to rejoice about what was the good of signing the pledge if you never meant to keep it i find my system must have stimulant now and i take it medicinally oh of course the same old lie that's been on people's tongues ever since noah invented it it's your business after all only you might look on ahead a little not long ago you were always telling me to do so one of these days after i'm a poor bawling infant in arms you'll see purple centipedes or something just when i want your attention and i shall get left the subject dropped and i turned the conversation to a pleasanter theme we were within a week of the race and grandpapa in the pink of condition only hoped and prayed that the law would not put violent hands upon him before henley regatta the complications of the position had now become impossible to describe in words we were lodging at henley and already letters signed barax and scrutator were appearing in the sporting papers hinting at matters mysteriously connecting the young scholar elisha spratt with the scoundrel daniel dolphin mr rose was responsible for these at least grandpapa thought so but nobody interfered with him he wound up his training and backed himself with a thousand pounds which was all we had left in the world on the night before the race some policemen made an endeavour to arrest grandpapa but he escaped and joined me at a mean hotel near the river where with great difficulty we succeeded in getting two adjoining bedrooms a good night's rest was absolutely necessary for him you see i've got to win the skulls at henley and answer for myself at salisbury and in the queen's bench division and before a magistrate at twickenham and in three police courts elsewhere so i shall be fairly busy to-morrow he said with a rather pathetic smile then he kissed me and went to bed in perfect good temper he was happily too young now to thoroughly realize his awful position End chapter twenty